Famcast Media. And we are live here at Lucky 13 Saloon in the back of Lucky 13 Saloon in front of the stage at Lucky 13 Saloon. And we got Dave D. Rotten over here. Yo, yo. Jamal. Frogwa. Oh, yeah, Frogwa. <laughs> <laughs> we got me, Jeff, and we got Ron going to be calling in for us in a few. Uh, he's going to call in or whatever. He'll get he'll get in on the program at some point. But uh, we were talking about Frogwa. Yeah, like I was saying, like like how Jamal said that that's what's, that's what's going to turn people into being vegans. But I saw fucking uh, what's his name on Joe Rogan, um, Ted Nugent. Yeah, and he was saying that he was he was like he was like he was like yeah, I kill one animal with like you know with my bow, you know, like yeah. like one animal a fucking a fucking uh, an arrow. Yeah, he's like he's like you look at these fucking people who were who were making tofu and all that shit. He's like he's like you know the little gophers and stuff like that yeah, in the ground. He's like he's like they kill thousands and thousands of them every fucking yeah. season. He's like he's like they kill more animals than fucking I do. Yeah, and he's like and you all want to be fucking vegans out there. You know, it's, I think it's funny. His sons are vegan. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His sons are vegan. Holy shit. Yeah. What's up, folks? Uh, um, subscribe. Um, so he, but, but yeah, his son's a fucking vegan and, uh, no I, yeah. And you know, listen, man, I've been on the, like, I was vegan for a long time. I hate factory farm. I think it's fucked up. I try and eat sensible. I eat like grass fed, organic, try and eat that kind of beef. Sometimes, you know, I'll eat shit, but, nah. um, I'm, I'm try very conscious of, of, of what I'm eating, uh, meat wise and all that kind of shit. And, and, um, I think Joe Rogan had said at one point too, he's like, you know, I was either going to go vegan or I was going to become a hunter because I don't agree with, uh, factory farming. Yeah. He has a fucking farm outside his house. Yeah. 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 I mean, with a yeah. fucking billion dollars, I hope he has 10 fucking farms. Well, and that's it. And he's, listen, he can afford to buy, like, I can't afford to buy like organic. I can't even afford Burger King and McDonald's, man. Yeah, well, that shit's gone through the fucking roof too yeah. lately, though. But they've stepped up on their quality of beef, also. Man, whatever, dude. McDonald's, you eat that shit, you still get sick a half an hour later. I don't know. I could look. White Castle, bro. Oh, yeah, they the raised their prices up. As I'm eating fucking. It used to be, it used to be fucking money. fifty cents a fucking slider, bro. Not at like a dollar. Hmm. <laughs> um, he'll show up. He'll show up. He he might call him. We'll see what happens. We'll set um, you up for next week, Scribble. We'll set you up for next week. Um, what's I'm gonna call it? Uh, the, but McDonald's has stepped up their fucking game. The, what with the, the me- Cardi B and fucking Offset yeah. fucking meal? Yeah, I think it's funny that they're freaking. Uh, the, the McDonald's is like stepping up their commercials and shit too. But it's not cheap to go to McDonald's anymore. Oh, do you're paying like ten dollars a fucking meal, twelve dollars a meal. Yeah, me and Diane were on the road. We got McDonald's one time. It was like 40 bucks for the two of us. What the fuck did you buy, dude? Dude, I get the same thing every single time. The Frogwa. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't get the Frogwa burger. I get the two cheeseburgers, a large fry, and a bottle of water. That's what I get every single time. Two cheeseburgers, large fry, and a bottle. And then That's di- for like 10 bucks. That is. And then Diane always gets uh, the, the quarter pounder. Oh, those are good. A large fry, a large Coke, and maybe a five-piece McNugget or something like that. That's yeah, it was 40 bucks. What state were you in? Uh, Probably different each state, man. New York, I think we were in uh, Connecticut, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's a rich fucking state, dude. I've been McDonald's in years. I think what I used to get was a double quarter pound of fries and a 
Sprite. Yeah. That's what I would get every you time. You go to Dr. Pepper? Nah, I, I don't go like to Dr. Cola. Pepper, man. I don't like black drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't like the fucking grape soda? You don't like grape soda? Nah. <laughs> I'll kill me some fucking grape soda. Don't I like me a grape drink. Grape drink. Grape drink. Like, I remember I used to go to fucking Dunkin' Donuts after a night of drinking, and, and uh, Dunkin' Donuts had the, the fountain the thing in the- oh, slushy you know, shits? No, nah, it wasn't no, a slushy like thing. the soda- the one with a million drinks in it? That no, one? it was just like they'd have like a red one and a purple one. That was it. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. And, and it was, you know, it was like a big clear thing. Whatever. I would get the purple drink and with a ton of ice, and it was so fucking good. Scribbles. I think Scribbles saying Burger King is ass in California. Burger King used to be good. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Burger King Burger anymore. Burger King used to be cheap, too. Yeah, but I like, and I used to like a fucking cheeseburger from Burger King. Oh, it's McDonald's, not as good McDonald's, anymore. McDonald's cheeseburgers kill their cheeseburgers. It does. It does. But, I, you know, I used to like a Burger King burger once in a while, but it's just not any good anymore. No. Their, their chicken fingers were good. But, dude, all I, I tell you right now, man, McDonald's and Burger King both had great chicken nuggets. Well, no, I don't think Burger King doesn't have chicken nuggets, right? No, they, they got, got chicken the tenders. Rings. Chicken tenders. McDonald's chicken nuggets used to be fucking phenomenal in the 90s. You tried them now, bro. It's just like eating like a grease fucking. Yeah, they're still good. No, I'm telling you, really? buy them fucking now. What's <coughs> you don't drink anymore, but what's good? You get stoned, though. Yeah. What's good about them is, dude, you get like a 50 piece McNugget, right? 50? What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> 50 piece. <laughs> That's what's great about it. You get like the 50. Weren't they doing like a 50 piece? No, like they were doing 20 pieces, dog. 20 no, pieces. like, dude, I, it was, think there, I think there was a, it was like it was a, a big ass box. Yeah, really? yeah. In the past like 10 years, it was like a fucking, uh, it was a big, they had like a big giant one you would get. And I remember I would get buzzed and, and, and get those on the way home. And I could eat half of them one. And then yeah. when I woke up in the morning and ate them, they the texture was the same. They were just a little cold. They were just as crunchy. Like they were, it was who knows what chemicals they put really? on those fucking things. Yeah, I don't know, man. I never, I never fuck with that shit. We got scribble here. Every Burger King, no kidding, never has then. Uh, wait, never has more than one car in a drive-through. Shit looks a bit. Yeah, it is true though, man. That Burger King has gone to shit, and listen, McDonald's went to shit for a while too, and then they stepped up their fucking game. Uh, Burger King, um, the one on 39th Street. There was one on 39th Street. You know that one on Fourth Avenue. Mm. That one's gone. It's a Chipotle now. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Chipotle, kid, get those bowls. Uh, Chipotle, ten dollar, twelve dollar fucking bowls, bro. You get fucking rice and meat and all that shit. It still yeah. makes you sick. What Chipotle? It's fast food. Any fast food makes me sick. I, I don't. I, I fast food fucks me up too. I can't do it once in a great while. I can do it. As I said, I'll get McDonald's once in a fucking great while. Are, are you fans of the mozzarella sticks from White Castle? I've never had they got them. mozzarella sticks at White Castle. Bro, yeah. do not give that face, man. They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> you get a sack, bro. You get a sack, man. Looks like he just pissed in his Cheerios. <laughs> disgusting. Yo, the fucking... I used to... Listen, when I was vegetarian, I used to get the fish sandwich from fucking White Castle. Jesus and fucking, it was... Ugh. It was delicious. Because you were fucking feeding for meat, man. It was fucking delicious. It was really good. Listen, the fish sandwich from McDonald's is still pretty fucking good. Never. What do you never, mean, never? Bro. Have you ever had the fish sandwich yes, from McDonald's? Every time I felt like shit, bro. I felt like I ate I mean, a grease I'm ball. not saying you're going to go run a marathon afterwards, <laughs> but it tastes pretty fucking good. No? Have you ever had the fish sandwich from McDonald's? I haven't eaten McDonald's in like 10 years. No. Have you seen his pictures on, on Instagram, bro? This guy got like a 20-pack. <laughs> well, yes, and he's feeding me dots over here. He's fucking with me. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I heard you ran out of candy yesterday, and it wasn't cool. So. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm, oh, fuck douche. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. No. That's right. You're back to quitting smoking. I'm back to quitting smoking. Yes. How many days and, uh, you got? Huh? How many days you got in? I'm day three right now. Day three. Uh, but, you know, fuck him. Like, he knows I'm fucking touchy <laughs> right now. Is. I know he knows I'm touchy right now. And the motherfucker, there's a party going on next door. And I'm all for being neighborly. I am. You know what yeah. I mean? But douche, the, apparently they weren't there yet. And I don't know what time they're coming in. I don't have any information. And douche is like, oh, you got a whole bunch of stuff. Just leave it in the, by the front door in Lucky 13. I'm like, douche. What? So, so, and dude, it was like 20 boxes. It was food and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right. So it's here. What time? Are they, so I said, what time are they coming? And he's like, I don't know. Call, call the girl who owns the place i'm like so now you're giving me fucking jobs to do oh, you know what i mean shit. i said I have, I, I have enough to fucking do i had an appointment at fucking five o'clock i had to leave so i'm like and who's gonna be fucking coming back here at seven o'clock when it starts getting busy and carrying that shit back here so fuck him was, He's was, like, was, I was your hand shaking for one huh was your hand shaking for a i'm smoke? like fucking no no i'm all right i'm like i'm actually taking these organic pills to like help with the nicotine um so i'm not freaking out too bad but um, but uh, but I'm still fucking on edge. You know what I mean? I can imagine, bro. I That's why imagine. I brought a big box of candy today. I appreciate it. I, yeah. You know, I like the hard candy next time, but I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I brought Werther's, I would have eaten them all before. I oh, my it. God. That's ones I eat is fucking Werther's. I Werther's. should have told me, dude. My wife had a fucking like about fucking 20 bags of that shit. I threw them all in the garbage. Oh, you son of a bitch. The caramel ones. I was like, get these oh. fucking shit out of the house. Oh, my See, gosh. I have two. I had I left the house with two. The sweatshirt, and I had two big pocketfuls this morning, and they're, they're oh, gone. Oh, shit, man. But whatever. I went to the gym. I burned off some fucking steam at the gym, and, and um, I yelled at douche yesterday, and it felt good. But I'm just like, dude, like, if I'm in a mood, just don't push my buttons. That's all I fucking ask. You know what I mean? Just don't push my fucking buttons. And he's got to push my fucking of, buttons. It was his favorite part of the day. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> but he's like, but he was like, he was kind of upset that I was really upset, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, I wanted you to be neighborly. Yeah, I'm like, and listen, I'm all for being neighborly. Like, listen, if they had a package that they needed held for a couple of days, I'll hold on to it. Yeah. But when you got 20 items sitting right in front of my fucking front door, it's annoying. <laughs> you know, if I, I like, if I knew they were coming to pick it up in two hours, awesome. Yeah. I would have been like, fine. But I didn't know when they were coming. I didn't know if they were actually having a party because I didn't speak to them. And I can't trust what the fuck he says. You know what I mean? Like, I don't trust third party fucking shit. So fuck him. <laughs> Moral of this story: Don't be a douche. Yeah, don't be a douche. <laughs> just like, but just communicate with me. You know what I mean? Like, don't just fucking say, "Hey, just drop it off." I don't know when you're coming. Hey, I don't know. It's not my place. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. <laughs> Let me. A uh, big question though. Yeah. Did they ever come back and get? They the did. Shit? They yeah, came yeah, back they in like an hour. To be yeah, honest with party. you, they were like partying until like twelve. Like yeah. Like. So maybe I didn't have a reason to get upset. I didn't. What I guess kind of I music didn't. Were they playing? Uh, I don't. It's Passover, bro. It's the beginning of Passover. I don't know what that is. It was an interesting, uh, you know, they were in costumes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Very uh, racially influenced uh, costumes I got going on. Yeah. Well, there, it wasn't the. the, It was Purim. It's out. I'm choking on the candy now. (laughs) Purim? Was it Purim? P U R A M. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's kind of like Halloween, but it's just, it was so interesting. Oh, there's Ron. Oh, here we go. Ron, you're on live. I can't hear him. Can you hear him? Nope. You got to put your speaker oh, hold on. on Roadcaster. Hold on. Hold on, Ron. All right, Ron, you there? Sages? Can you guys hear me? Oh, there you are. I can hear you now. 
Can you hear him? Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear you? Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> Dave, can you turn him on? Caveman! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you turn him up in my headphones? Yeah, I hear it on one side. Is that normal? Yeah, I'm only hearing it on one side, I guess. Yeah. Make it work. <clears throat> yeah. What's up, Ron? You there? Yo. Yo. I'm trying to get the visual working, but it's stuck at entering the studio to enter the studio, allow room mic access. And I did, but it, it won't go any further than that. That's his computer. That's your computer, Ron. Uh, yeah, your computer's acting funny. That's all right. We got you on speakerphone. I mean, you got, we, we got you on the phone. How you doing, brother? All right. I don't know if I'm yelling at you guys or what. You're probably, but it's all right. It's all right. You're coming through. Sorry about it, man. I always mess this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. Me too. That's why I got. D, that's why I got D here because he he did he does everything right. I mean, only once he right forgot, on. only once he forgot his computer. Besides that, no, dude, twice, he, twice, twice, twice. twice. Uh, but see, besides that, he's perfect. I heard you guys talking about McDonald's and fucking having a day and shit. Well, right before this, dealing with these digital apparatuses, I went to McDonald's and some dude smashed me in the face with the door. Fuck. Did you smash him back? How the fuck did that go over? Dude, he was like 15. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little motherfuckers. Fucking Dude, my whole, my whole upper lip's all bleeding. I actually wanted to go on and with the blood and everything. It would have looked real fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> How's things down there, Ronnie, in Florida? Is it warm? It's warm down there, though, now. It's warm, brother. It's warm. Yeah. Sucks for a music scene though. Yeah, is Jacksonville suck for music? Yeah, there's a couple clubs down here. I mean, they get a couple hardcore bands come through every now and again. I saw Mur Murphy's Law, Sheer Terror. That's nice. about it. Nice. In four years, you know? Yeah, I guess a lot of the shows, the, the bigger shows go to Orlando and Tampa area. What's the, what's the, what, but the, how far is Joe, what's, what's Atlanta? Is that near you or Savannah? Atlanta. Atlanta. Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, you mean? Yeah, Savannah, Georgia. How far is that? No, that they're quite a few hours away from me. Oh, about yeah. maybe six, I I believe. Uh, what about Atlanta? How far is that from you? I think it's the same. Oh, uh, shit. Ron's in Limp Bizkit territory. Uh, he told me that's totally Limp Bizkit territory. <laughs> yeah, doesn't want to make you want to break stuff. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, uh, Sal from um, Typo lives down there, though, doesn't he? Yeah, and Louis Beto from uh, Carnivore. All right, all right. Yeah, I guess is that, there's a couple. There's, there's, is there like rock clubs down there, or what do they do? No, there ain't. There's nothing, bro. That's why if you came down here, open the Luckies, it would crush. Wait, don't, don't don't you guys have that thing called? You need a franchise that shit. Don't you uh, have the milk bar, Ron? What's the milk, milk bar? bar? Is the milk bar still open? As a club, Limp Bizkit used to play down there in Jacksonville. I don't. I haven't heard of it. I I don't think so. I haven't seen any flyers for it. I'll have to look around. Yeah, that's got. I know there's like. I know there's like two places downtown. They're like little holes in the wall that 
they have hardcore bands. Sometimes some metal bands, like local metal bands, will play. But that's about it. I haven't seen anything big so come Jeff, through. You got to get in Jacksonville. Bro. Listen, I heard it's dude. Hard. He needs to franchise that shit, man. He like McDonald's banking. Thinking. Dude, I'm trying to fucking open up in Tampa and it's a fucking nightmare trying to find a space. So we'll see what happens. I know. It's been a nightmare. I know. I'm, I'm well, I told you the reason for that is you, the reason why you didn't find a place yet is because you, you didn't find the right one yet. And I can listen. When I, you get the right one, yeah. it, when you find the right one, it'll it'll be right, you know? So that's yeah, frustrating. That's why you haven't found it yet. I heard that fucking, uh, I heard that Jacksonville is hard to get liquor licenses. There's, there's the rumor I heard is that the all the churches bought up all the liquor licenses down there and, and won't let them go. I don't know how true that is. You know what I mean? I can't say that that's fact, but um, I heard it's hard to, to open up. I haven't you, heard that. You know, the, I haven't heard that. That's what sucks, man, about, you know, these, these, these places is, is it's hard to, for mom and pop, like even restaurants to open up. That's why you get your fucking chilies and your Applebee's and your, you know, all this kind of shit. Because it's hard to get like liquor licenses or get all that kind of fucking bullshit, you know? So it's right. crazy. You know, luckily New York is a little bit easier on that uh, on that aspect. New York's state in general, um, I know there's some certain towns that won't allow uh, big fucking places to come in, but you know well, New York won't even Manhattan won't even let a Walmart over here, man. Yeah, New New York City the whole New York City won't let a Walmart in. Uh they tried to put one in Queens, they wouldn't let it go in. Yeah, that's good though. Gives a mom and they'll kill mom and pops, you know. Yeah, man, they got good prices on meat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They sell everything at Walmart, though. Yeah, they do sell everything. At Listen, Walmart. if they start selling prostitutes, I'm gonna want one out here. Yeah, <laughs> for science, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's what's going on with the weather up there? You guys got smashed with some sm- snow last week, right? Or- yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just a little bit. We haven't got this winter's actually been pretty fucking mild. Shit was gone in like a day. Yeah, it was gone in like a day. We got same, like we got like two inches. Same as last night. Yeah, like if you were out I don't miss any of that shit, bro. Yeah, you were in fucking Pennsylvania. You used to get it hit pretty hard out there. Yeah, I don't miss any of that shit. Yeah. I'll stay right here. Yeah, I got. I remember living in Pennsylvania with you. I remember whatever a couple snow times trying to climb a hill. Oh yeah, you were there for some brutal snows. Yeah, I remember trying to fucking drive up a hill one time. You had to have been in the car, and I like lost control, and I kind of sideswiped the car. And then the people came running out of the house. I don't know. You must shotguns blazing. Probably, probably was. Yeah, yep. probably. Yep. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we were up in Southside or something. We hit a gate. Yeah, South something South. like that. Like something. Bad area. Something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can remember fucking years ago, but I couldn't tell you what happened yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's life is all spotty for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you know what, though, man? hey, Ron, man, let me ask you, how was it teaching Jeff how to play bass, bro? Oh, <laughs> uh, so you want to go back to the beginnings? Let's, yeah, go, let's back, go back, man. Let's Ron. go back. All right, all right. Um, well, I didn't teach Jeff how to play the bass. He taught himself. Hmm. That was all him. Man. All I did was was give him the incentive to play. I I gave him the little kick in the ass to say like. Yo, what the fuck? You got a good looking bass over in the corner. How come you ain't playing it? Yeah, basically. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much all I said. And, and he's like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know the chords or any of that shit. And I said, well, just pick it up and just start banging on it. And eventually you'll fucking get a feel for it. And uh, I remember it was like probably about six months before we were graduating. I think he started playing around with it a little bit. And then graduation day 
up at Silver Lake High School in Kingston, Massachusetts, when we graduated that day, I was actually leaving to go back to Pennsylvania that exact day. As soon as I had my diploma in my hand, I was in the car, the car was packed, and I was going back to Pennsylvania to start the band. Mm. Well, right before I left, I told Jeff, I said, dude, I'm starting this fucking band. I said, you keep playing that bass, and I'm going to come back for you. I said, yeah, I'm going to bring some music back for you to check it out, see if you like it, see if you want to come back and be in this band. Well, I think it was like maybe three months into after we, we graduated. And uh, this dude, Todd, that we know, had a, a keg party at his house or something. Excuse me. And he had a whole shitload of people there. And I pulled Jeff aside and I said, yo, brother, come here, check this out. And I put a cassette in the home stereo in the house. Everybody was listening to the music. And I played some, some tunes that me and Jonas had made. Just guitar and drums. Are you guys still here with me? Yeah, yeah. we're listening, we're, we're listening to you, brother. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure I'm not rambling on to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> we're listening, bro. All right, so I played the tape for Jeff in this big home stereo, and it, it was actually coming out sounding good through the big speakers, and it was it was recorded on a boombox, just drums and bass, drums and guitar. Okay, it, it didn't even have any vocals to it yet, and we had about maybe three or four songs put together. They weren't put together a hundred percent. I'd say about 80%. And then when Jeff came down, that's when they got more together. But anyway, I played him the tape. I, I remember what, looking over at his eyes and his eyes lit up and he said, fuck yeah, I want to be a part of this. And I, that's what I, I had a big smile on my face. I was like, this uh, mission accomplished. I said, <laughs> so I said, have you been playing your bass? And we had a couple beers and he's, he's like, yeah, I've been playing bass. He didn't let on like anything uh, big or anything like you, you got any good or anything, but he's like, come on, I want you to take a ride with me real quick. So I jumped in the car with him. We went over to his house. He plugs the fucking same bass in that was sitting in the fucking corner with the little fucking bass gorilla amp or whatever it was. Oh, was it a gorilla, dude? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I was something a PV. like that. It was a PV. It was a little PV amp. PV, PV bass amp. Yeah. And, and and dude, this motherfucker was all up and down the fucking the the fretboard. Man, and I'm like, what like the fuck? I said, are you fucking kidding me? I said, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how fast, how good he got that quick. And that was just in a couple of months. And just right after that, I think it was maybe another month or something. He came down to Pennsylvania, brother, and we started that shit. Yeah, listen, I was, I remember, I, I went down within six months of graduating high school. I was down in Pennsylvania, and uh, yeah, because I know it was like three months after that I came back up for that party, and I was still dating Heather. Yeah, and I was, I was coming back up to, there to see her too as well. I'd go visit her at her college. Yeah, so. I remember that, and it was definitely within six months that you came down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, was, then the country quick. boy got country boy got in, uh, invited into the city in a bunch of shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, it was. Bro, <laughs> Never thought was they were coming, you know. No, dude, it made me grow up very quickly, man. I mean, I was what eighteen, nineteen years old, fucking going from a small town in Massachusetts. Oh, Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania is fucking crazy, man. It's a hard time, yeah, it dude. It's Something a- in the fucking water there, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, for Just real. Like- just like 
Jersey and New York and everywhere else. It's there's something in the fucking water. No, nah, I heard Scranton's fucking worse than New York and New Jersey, man. Ah, listen, it depends. It depends where you go and and what kind of worseness you're talking about. You know. Actually, last time I've been out in New York, it seemed really chill out there compared to when I used to be out there in the mid '90s. And I, when I had a habit and I was scoring dope in Spanish Harlem, it was like fucking crazy, man. You'd have a whole bunch of dealers coming up to your car and just literally throwing it in the fucking car, like throwing bundles in your car. And then once it's in there, they're like, no, that's, you're paying for that. You know, and you, <laughs> it's fuck. It was crazy. It was crazy back then, dude. Literally crazy. Yeah, it's, def- I caught, <laughs> it's definitely I caught the tail then. end of that craziness from when, when New York was crazy. I, I was going out there in the 80s with my aunt on the bus. Like every Wednesday, she would go out there to, um, what do you call it, Street, where I bought all my fucking cassettes. St. Mark's, Mark's Place. Canal Street. Canal yeah, Street. Canal Street was well. She used to go up and down Canal Street, and she'd buy all these things for making jewelry and uh, she made yes, jewelry yeah. for kiss and shit and all that all those people fucking she made like custom made yeah. shit oh, yeah i yes. still have a i still have a pin here that she had from that she made for gene simmons and uh it's in a case and shit and i have it with the real picture with them and stuff but uh yeah she made she made jewelry for a lot of people and i used to go out there every wednesday with her on the shopper special it was like cheap to go on a wednesday from pennsylvania to new york so I was going out to New York when I was like 12, 13. Fucking, I remember going and playing on uh, the dude from Twisted Sisters Drums because my aunt was trying out for this band. They were from New Jersey. It was a chick band. They were called Harry Carey, and they were a thrash metal chick band. They were really fucking good, man. Probably the coolest fucking chick band I've ever seen. They crunched. They literally had some fucking crunch in their, their tone. And uh, my aunt was trying out to sing for them. She didn't get the position. Well, I mean, but anyway, that night I, I had met Eddie from Leeway and I got to play on the dude from Sis, Twisted Sisters drum set the, in, in the practice room. So like at an early age, yeah, I grew up pretty quick too, Jeff. Yeah. From, by, by doing that, by going out to the city, like experiencing the city, what it was like and, and learning how to defend myself and, and how to conduct myself in the city too well and then you know? and, and then you moved from scranton to you know massachusetts and that's I moved all over quite a few different states yeah and those are exper- yep. those are experiences too as a younger kid i mean me i was you know i basically where i was brought up i mean i stayed till i was 18 19 you know what i mean and then yeah and then once once i got you know out and that's what kind of gave me the bug to keep moving and go you know move to was, New was, was ron kind of the guy when you first came to manhattan and uh, you were you said you went to the tombs? No, no, no. That was Jonas. That was actually the mm, singer of. Okay. Uh, I would have been on that trip. Yeah, but we we had a little bit of an argument. Me and the me and the singer Jonas. Yeah, who was another one of my best friends. At and uh, we uh, had gotten in an argument. So they had got him and Jeff had gotten another drummer to replace me at that time, which. It was weird because I'm hearing some other drummer playing the music that I created, you know, and I'm like, wow, this is fucking weird. I went over to their practice place the one day and they were all jamming. Mm-hmm. And then I came in and I started singing the, singing the songs with Jonas, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think a day later, Je- Jonas was like, dude, 
get we got to get him out of the band and get Ron back in oh, the band. I Marty, I couldn't stand that fucking oh, guy. Damn. I couldn't stand that guy. <laughs> it was a weird well, thing, yeah, we, but it was you know. Listen, back in the day too, you and Jonas were like brothers. You grew up together, and 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 you know, you guys used to fight like brothers too constantly. And yeah, it yeah, was, constantly. It was, it was a weird position for me. I was like kind of stuck in the yeah, middle. Yeah, you're always in the middle. Yeah, you're always in the middle. Yeah, and it was like ah, you know what I mean? Like these two are getting an argument, and I'm like ah. Right, I'm, but I I think that all three of us did pretty good when we were making music together. Like I think we do, we did good. I mean, when when we were sober. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. when me and Jonas were sober, at yeah. least. <laughs> yeah, that's you know that was tough, man. That's when it kind of started to go bad when when Jonas really started digging in deeper into the drugs and you too. And listen, I'm Jonas- yeah. Once he did, I was like, fuck it, man. I was like, if if this ain't gonna happen no more, I was like. Fuck it! I'm I, I followed suit and I just started getting fucked up too, and it that's when it took me to a place that I never thought I'd ever go to. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was detoxes mental wards in prison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was you know there was fucking definitely dark times. But you know what? I don't regret any of it. You know? So like my life is is an open book. I don't I don't regret anything I did other than hurting my family or, and stuff like that. Like I didn't, I didn't steal from them or do anything bad like that, but uh, like just, just hurting them by hurting myself, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just, it, it, I'm sure. just them watching me killing myself every day, uh, like a, a so slow suicide self immolation, you know, it was just like that, that was killing them, yeah. you know, yeah. watching it. Yeah. But now it's been 15 years and I, and like, I live every day like it's it's a gift, you know, and it is. Yeah, fuck yeah. Every, every day is a gift. I just I just came from the beach. I was at the beach with my dog, and until that dude smashed me in the face with the with the door at McDonald's, I went in there to get a iced coffee. My whole face was all bloodied. They were trying to hold me there, and I was like, "No, I gotta I gotta leave." This was like right at four o'clock, and I'm like trying to get back here, and I turned all my shit on the laptop still got a black screen my fucking tablet it won't go past that one area where it's, it's in the studio so now here i am talking to you guys i fucked it up sorry it's all good brother it's all good so i well listen once once um so just to move up a little bit once i left pennsylvania once i left pennsylvania um well i started jamming with luther you you kind of went down your hole of madness for a while and i started jamming with luther and uh rosetta stone and uh i remember that yeah i remember yeah that was right before you you pulled up to my driveway with everything in your car and you said dude you introduced me to a lot of cool people (laughs) and a lot of fucked up people but i gotta get out of here and i I just i just remember the look on your face and i said i see it jeff i i totally understand i said i'll probably be following suit eventually too so that's when you left and after that i came back up to massachusetts but yeah you were you were saying you were jamming with luther for a little bit yeah i was jamming with luther for a bit and then like honestly that's when i i you know i saw two dudes overdose two weekends in a row and i was like all right it's time for me to go yeah i meant to ask you who was the other dude besides tommy Tommy, and then luther luther fucking luther yeah we were luther og too yeah, well, we were on our way back from, uh, I don't know, he was very dramatic, Luther, you know what I mean? I don't want to say he was dramatic, he was ODing, 
but I just know we were coming back from Manhattan and um, I was like, listen, we were doing a whole bunch of drugs all fucking day long and we were in Jersey going back to Pennsylvania and fucking, I remember Luther's in the back seat would not stop throwing up. And he's like, dude, I need to go to the hospital. I need to go to the hospital. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I'm like, fucking awesome. You know what I mean? So I remember being you got all this drugs in the car and fucking, you know, the dr- the drug, look, there was, there was tons of fucking drugs in the car. Right. There was, yeah. There were tons of drugs in the fucking car. And, um, um, yeah, there were tons of drugs in the fucking car. And I was so fucking coked out of my head. I pulled up to a freaking cop and was like, Hey man, can you tell me where the hospital is? And I was so geeked the fuck out. I remember the I was like, place you want to go because probably security or cops there or something, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The last place. And it's bright lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It, well, it was daytime out, and uh, and fucking. Uh, I remember like, I, yeah, I pulled up to the cop and I asked the cop, I'm like, dude, can you tell me what a hospital is? But I was like, remember, I was like all cramped up. I was driving that dude's car. It was like a stick shift. And I'm like, you know, how do I get to the fucking hospital? The cops like two blocks down there went make a right. I'm like, fucking awesome. What a dick, though. He's, he ain't going to fucking give you the fucking, you know, the, the escort. Dude, I'm glad he didn't fucking like pat us down you know what i mean say what the fuck you got in the car we would have been fucked you know and i remember bringing luther to the fucking hospital and um brought him to the hospital and there was this like little old black dude standing out front like i remember he just looks at me like dude you look like you're having a rough day and i'm just like yeah and he like hands me a fucking hundred a newport 100 and i remember just thinking in my head okay i'm going home after this i'm going back to my i, I can't do this fucking shit anymore so yeah, that was my escape from fucking. I went there, packed up my shit, went to your house, said goodbye, and got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I remember that day. I still remember it very clearly. Yeah. I just, I just remember the look on your face. You're like, dude, I gotta get out of here. You look like you were put through the ringer. Yeah, it was rough, bro. It was, it was intense. Because listen, I think even like you know, you and Jonas. I did a pretty good job. Kind Every time of, you say the name, bro, I think of, my name is Jonas. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did a pretty good job staying out of it, you know, um, staying away from a lot of the drugs and stuff like that. When You, you were, did. You did. Yeah. And I was proud of you for that. Like, I, I was so happy that you didn't get fucking roped into past the bullshit that was going on, Yeah, you know? At first, you know what I mean? I stayed away from yeah. it. And then once... You know, it started bleeding into. It wasn't just you getting fucked up, and then you know, I started hanging out with Dino and 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 oh, I don't know when too many guys. Names, the whole fucking the whole the whole crew. You know what I mean? So then it was you know, I just couldn't get away from it, and uh, um, yeah, that's when I was like, fucking, I'm out of here. But then, listen, not far behind me. Once I moved back to Massachusetts, you weren't that far behind me. You came and you've moved back in with your dad in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why is it making that noise? Uh, the, yeah. That time. yeah, it was like 1990. The, the, con- the connection, his connection or whatever the uh, yeah. connection. Uh, uh, yeah, stay, stay, stay near your Wi-Fi. Can you still right? hear me? Yeah, we can still hear you, but you're a little uh, kind of wobbly. Yeah, you guys sound real echoey too. Yeah, well, un- let, me, let un- me recall them back. Yeah, uh, all right, we're going to call you right back. All right. I think it started doing that right when you plugged it in. Yeah, it did go right when you plugged in. Just one three, one three. One three. Now that everybody knows my password. You could have just not <laughs> said that was your password. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Who the fuck wants to get my phone? Take dick pics? 
<laughs> I'll get in your phone and take a picture of my dick. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know if my camera can handle that. Yo, yo, yo. All right, there you are. Yeah. All right, we can handle so, it now. Uh, where, where did you leave off? Uh, so, yeah. You one, pretty much finished that that story right there, right? Where was that? Yeah, from Pennsylvania. Once I moved back to, uh, once I left Massachusetts, moved back to Pennsylvania, you weren't that far behind me. You were only, you got, no. you, you, I think you, cl- you cleaned up, right? Yeah, I, remember I went to rehab. It was the first time I ever went to a rehab. And, uh, Right after that, I packed up my motorcycle, my drums, and I I threw them on a trailer, hitched it to my car, and I fucking drove up there and fucking got a job with my old man. Yeah. And then me and you started fucking Punch the Clown in your basement. Yeah. Oh, shit. So Ron was one of the guys that punched the clown. Yeah. Ron, st- me and Ron started. Me it. and Jeff were the originators of Punch the Clown. We started that shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Me and Ron started it. And then we met. Then we got a. Then we got a guitarist, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. And then Brandon happened to know, uh, or, or Jeff happened to know another uh, guitarist and a singer. Yeah, Brandon knew. And and, Gary and then that Gary. rounded out. That rounded out the the punch the clown. First, we were called Resistance. Yeah, what, it was what, Resistance what at you, first. What made yeah. you go with Punch the Clown, Ron? It's the, when Ron first got in. It was called Resistance. I think was. Was was it called? Were you in it when it was when it, when we actually called it Punch the Clown Ron? Or was it yes, resistance? Yes, yeah. and that's right when I said I'm packing up and I'm going back to Pennsylvania. Yeah, I said I wasn't playing the first show and Derek got pissed because I said, dude, I can't stay here, man. I don't have a place to fucking live. I got kicked out of where I was living because my father sold his house and he went to go live with his uh, mother-in-law. And there was no room for me there. So therefore I was asked out. I had fucking, oh. I had no only paycheck to paycheck and nowhere to go. And Massachusetts, Taxachusetts is very expensive to live. <laughs> Yo, Gary's Gary just uh, clicked on. Yeah. Gary, Gary was, uh, um, uh, Gary was a second, the other guitar player and punched the clown. Oh shit. Yeah. Yep. Resistance. You remember that shit, Gary? I could, I forgot. I didn't forgot about that too. Hell yeah. Gary had the killer crunch dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I remember I I used to tell Brandon go back and get another another head. He was working at the music store. He'd bring home a, a PV something, and then he'd bring home a a crate, or uh, and then he'd bring home a, a carbon, and then he'd bring home a mess of boogie rectifier. I was like, okay, there you go. You can Dude, stop he just, there. You just named my four sweet fucking heads. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but but this is back like right when high gain amps were just starting to come out because fifty one fifty had just come out in like ninety one ninety two you know yeah and uh our old guitarist was one of the first ones to have that fifty one fifty that's a when I I chimed in on that one podcast saying about VOD taking our sound yeah yeah well the guitarist from VOD came us up to us after a show that we played with them. The guitarist goes, yo, man, what's your guitarist using over there, man? He goes, what's that 5150 amp? I said, you just never mind that, man. That's our tone right there. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, that's, 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 a, that's our, our secret sauce, you know? And uh, anyway, then after that, I talked to the singer of VOD and he's like, how's your singer do that, that singing voice Damn, along with, along with the heavy shit. voice? He's like, how's he doing that singing with the heavy voice? And I was like, man, you got to go ask him. You got to talk to him. I, I do. I could not tell you. 
Dude, VOD cherry picked your shit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have their their old demo tape. It's a yellow demo tape, VOD demo tape here, and I could prove it. They sounded more like uh, Megadeth and Slayerish back before they sounded hardcore. To, like they had any like slow crunchy parts. It was all like more like speed metal. Yeah. And after that show we played with them, they changed drastically. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that we're the ones that changed them, but I'm. I'm just telling you in reality what happened. You, you guys influenced the Green Trip album. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It's just we never got the credit for it. It's a un, unfortunately Fear Factory got that credit. Sucks. Listen, it was kind of listen when we, when like Gary's on right now. Listen, when we were doing Punch the Clown too, when we started doing that stuff, we. Like you know, a lot of the like even the hardcore bands were doing like the faster stuff. We were like all breakdowns, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the, dude. All the shit it was we all slow, groovy, heavy shit. Yeah, yeah. And nobody else was really doing that. That in the hardcore kind of scene. Also, when we first started in um, Massachusetts, you know what I mean? Once uh, and that kind of just progressed into what Punch the Clown was. And you know, whatever it fell apart later on. And Gary, I'm going to get you on this thing too because we could talk about the whole punch the clown days and why that fell apart back in the day. It's partially the immaturity on our, all of our parts because we fucking knew how to deal with shit back. I in the think day. that's a great fucking name, Ronald. Punch the clown. Yeah, I like that name. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was punch fun. The clown. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that was a fun time, bro. That was a that was a a great time in my life. Like I had, I enjoyed that time period. That was a great time. I do honestly. I gotta was, get the. I gotta get some of this music up online. The problem is the tapes from me carrying them from state to state and them being played so much. The magnetic tape has since dissipated to the point where it's just like you can't hear any high frequency. So I'm gonna have to run it through some some hardware here and try to see if I could get uh, like run it through a compressor and see if I could uh, bring some of it back to life. Then I could put some malafacia up and uh, some punch the clown, some yeah. old school shit. Yeah, dude, definitely. It's funny, man. I got some old cassette tapes too, just sitting in a fucking in a thing, and I don't even have a cassette player anymore. But it's I have some old punch the clown and even some. Old- I still listen to my cassettes every day, bro. I got over fucking ten thousand cassettes here. <laughs> and that's that's just like regular music. That's not counting all my music that I've made since like nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. You know, like I got probably another t- 10,000 in that and then another 20,000 in, in sealed wrapped cassettes that, that aren't even opened. I just sold 24 metal tapes, not the music metal. It's a type four metal bias cassette. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're the best made cassette tapes that were ever made. I just sold 24 of them on eBay for 500 bucks. Jesus. I got them on, I get, dude, I bought them on canal street. In 2012, at $2.50 a piece, I bought this Chinese lady out of all her her cassette tapes she had in her store there in the corner store. And literally, I have a whole I have a whole closet filled of brand new cassette tapes. I remember when you did that. I remember when you bought that lady out. Yeah, every time I'd come out, I was seeing you, and I'd be like, dude, I got another haul. Yeah. I got another haul. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just holding them because this was the age of digital world just popping up nobody wanted anything to do with cassettes or vinyl or anything anymore everything was all digital ipod shit and i said you know what all this shit's going to come right back full circle because they're going to realize the warmth of the analog sound and i said eventually people are going to realize that this was a good medium 
and it did. It's now cassettes are fucking in demand. Like, like, like I said, I just put 24 up online. I sold them for 500 bucks. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I paid, I paid 250 each for 24 cassettes. Yeah, they don't even make tapes, tape really anymore. There's a, there's actually a, I think one of the only places they make tape still is in Brooklyn, not far from my house. Um, it's yeah, a, there's, there's, there's actually three places, brother. Yeah. Yeah, there's three of them out there. But um, yeah, that one place in Brooklyn is one of the main places that stayed open even when the other places closed down and reopened again. Yeah, yeah. Fucking wild. But yeah, they, there was a big thing on uh, online about that that shop in Brooklyn there, and they showed how the cassette's being made and shit. Yeah. The whole video on it. Hey, Ronnie boy. Yeah. What was so? What what is this hypnotic infected bloodline thing you're uh, you're pumping on IG? Okay, no, really, it's on Reverb Nation. That's the, uh, my Instagram is just screwing around, uh, farting around shit when I just uh, just making noises and stuff. But my songs are on Reverb Nation. If you want to check them out, I'm gonna make sure I put it in the description man, after this. Right on. Yeah. Uh, so hypnotic infected bloodline started out as vessel first i called it vessel okay and then i changed it to hypnotic infected bloodline by how i came up with that name is i just had a bunch of i did the cut up thing i don't know if you're familiar with william burroughs but he did cut ups when he when he he wrote a book and he just cut up shit and put it all together like if even if it didn't look like it made sense i had all these different words cut up on the floor and uh, like hypnotic infected bloodline. I was, I was playing around with them, like infected bloodline, hypnotic, hypnotic bloodline. In fact, until I, I just, it just rolled off my tongue, hypnotic infected bloodline. I was like, that'll do for now. You know, it's kind of, it, it, it describes my music. It's hypnotic and it's infectious and it's part of my bloodline. Well, what's, you know, what, what style of music is it? Okay. So I'm getting to that. So I started messing around with electronics in about around 1995. I would take a, like a VCR and, and I would record like I would record into a sampler like that had like four banks of samples and you only get like two second samples and four second samples back then. This is like in the early 90s. I had this little sampler. And this, Jeff, this is during the time when you came into Pennsylvania and played Punch the Clown at CC's. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So... This is uh, around 1995. I started messing around with electronics and, and samples and shit. And I I decided to do that because you didn't need other players to do it. I, I, I was just pulling like a Trent Reznor type thing, like Skinny Puppy. Like Trent Reznor learned from Skinny Puppy. But I was more into Skinny Puppy and Godflesh. And I, I liked the tones that they, they came out with, with the synthesizers and stuff. But... Here's the thing. I was always infatuated with, with space age sounds like the star Wars soundtrack, uh, any type of space, space type sounds. Jeff will tell you, I was into futuristic shit at an early age. I liked all future shit. This but Ron, now Ron, that you, I'm, you were the one that turned me on to like bands like skinny puppy and God flesh and like bands doing some sort of future. Yeah. I was always like searching for the newest shit. thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, always searching for the newest thing. Like, that. what's what's the newest futuristic thing that's going to come out? Something that's going to blow my fucking mind, you know? Like, and, and that's how I would think when I when I write my music. I, I want to make it so fucking accessible that it's going to blow people's fucking minds one way or another. If, if they like it, they fine. If they don't... So be it. I'm making it for myself, and and it's a it's a greedy, selfish program. You know, I I admit it. I make that music for myself, and it just comes out as like I said. I don't need other players to do it. I could just uh, do it with synthesizers and drum machines. But I I record my own drum beats on a real drum set, and then I I add them into the like a sampler, and then I I play guitar. And I'll I'll put the guitar into the sampler, and then I I take MIDI and I I MIDI I I'll MIDIize all this shit together where it's, it could sequence together. I'd go play live with like ten synthesizers and a, a theremin and some visuals behind me. You know what a theremin is? I haven't is, done yes. it for. I've seen. It I haven't on, done I've it. Seen it with Fishbone. Yeah, dude made his Ronnie. Ronnie made his own theremin. Yeah, I've, I've made quite a few synthesizers since then, Jeff. I got yeah. a, I got quite a few uh, crazy boxes. We'll have to do another show another time where I could do a studio tour for you guys. Okay. I wasn't ready today. I, I didn't got fucked up with the video, and I'm sorry about that. To everyone out there, that was my fault, not not those guys' fault. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. It fucking happens. I'm so technical, technologically stupid. It's all good. Um, but yeah, that's the the hypnotic shit. I don't. I didn't plan on going anywhere with it. I got a lot of offers from like people to do like big shows and stuff, and I just, I I just did it just for for my own thing, just just to keep busy. You know, I got infatuated with synthesizers back when, pretty much when I heard Skinny Puppy and God Flesh and uh, anything else like hard industrial like that. You know. That's that's what turned me on. I was like, man, synthesizers are fucking cool. It's like my it was like my new addiction. It got me away from drugs. In other words, I got a I and I got addicted to synthesizers and and got away from the drugs by doing so. So now <clears throat> I have one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of gear in my house instead of fucking it in my arm. You know, definitely better. Uh, better keep you out of fucking prison. <laughs> yeah, that too. That yeah. too. Yeah, dude, my whole house is is a studio. There's literally pretty much, uh, it's it's not really any place to sit. It's made for making music. As soon as you walk in, there there's uh, ev- things everywhere. Good. I, have you have you thought about doing anything? I mean, when's the last time you did something live? I remember seeing you in Pennsylvania. Do uh, hold on, I can't hear you, Jeff. You're real low. You're real low. Somebody's you- knocking at my door too. See if you could call me right back. <laughs> Again, uh, I'll call you right you're back. real low. I'll call you right back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking maniac. Oh, man, this guy's funny, bro. I love him. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, I'll give him two minutes and we'll call him right back. Gary, we gotta get, I'm going to get you on, too. Gary is the old guitar player from Punch the Clown. Um, and then we did another band called um, The Acid House. And we also did a whole bunch of cool fucking, we would, I would, something like Saturday nights, I'd go over his house and would just like make recordings at his house, like doing yeah. weird um, shit, like sampling fucking movies. And, Dude, you gotta, have you ever get punched a clown here? No, nah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't. It sounds like it'd be a crazy fucking pit. It was fun, man. Like, listen, f- f- Punch the Clown was fucking great back in the day. I had a lot of fun with it. 
Um, I don't think Derek would be a part of it anymore. I don't. Derek, the guy singer, Derek, kind of moved on. I haven't sp- spoken to him. I've spoken to everybody else. I've Gary was at my wedding, and I've seen Gary a few times when I've gone up to Massachusetts. And the guitar player Kirk was in Diecast. Um, I've speak, spoken to him a few times. The drummer Chris is a big pothead, and I've spoken to him a whole bunch of times. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't think Derek would do it again. And Derek was a big big part of the band you know what i mean oh, so i don't know if, if he's he the would vocalist talk. bro that's the band right yeah there, exactly you know? and especially back then and, and uh yeah i haven't spoke to derek since i quit the band i don't know listen it wasn't handled well um when uh when 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 we all broke up and it was a lot of we were pissed off because derek and kirk the guitar player ended up leaving and me and derek me and gary went uh oh what's he say he sees me oh yeah yeah he sees derek every once in a while yeah, man, I don't know. I would love to do a Punch the Clown show. It'd be fucking great. That'd but be fucking amazing here, bro. Who knows? Who knows? You know? I'd like to do it in Massachusetts, honestly, in fucking Rockland. Ooh. It'd be fun. Um, oh, there right. we go. There you go. Sajas. Yo, caveman. Okay, <laughs> All right, you man. <laughs> you hear us now? It's still a little low, but I could hear you. All right. Um, so where was I going? So when's the last time you played live? Uh, 2016, brother. Wow, was that long ago? Where was that? Uh, your place in and in Scranton okay. was my last show. Last one was out at your place, and then another one in Scranton, and that was it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and then. I remember seeing you did one here, and I think we didn't eyes play with you one time in Scranton. Did we play with you one time in Scranton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long time oh, ago. Eyes of the Sun played with uh with hypnotic with Bowman? hypnotic, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. times. He played yeah. played in Piston with me and in Scranton a couple times. Yeah, I played in Piston. Yeah, yeah, and Wilkesbury, you played, dude, at the factory. Was it the factory? Yeah, you played with me at the factory. You played with me at the in Piston at the Diane's Deli, and you also played downtown at the Keys in Scranton. And you played at at the Irish Wolf Pub in Scranton with me. The so Irish- like about four four or five shows we yeah, played together. I guess it was quite a bit. The one I remember the most was, I guess, at the factory. That was a cool. It was a cool spot. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it was. That, that's the one I remember the most. My brain. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking brain dead too, man. It's been a long fucking time. Eight uh, bit panda strike says he remembers your last show. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see everybody that signed on today because I don't want to have the TV on. Uh, well, it'll get, get have an echo while I'm talking to you guys. So I didn't, I'm just talking through the phone. I'm not, I wasn't watching it. Oh, good. Um, um, Gary, I should have I just lowered it down, but you remember. I didn't think it, Ron, uh, what's it called? Gary's on there from the old Punch the Clown and BB Panda Strike. Who's BB Panda Strike? Oh, 8 Bit Panda Strike. Yeah, that's my friend. He's from Pittston, Pennsylvania. Nice. Uh, There's a pro- couple other people on there. I think my friend Terry was on there. Yeah, yeah Terry's on there. Uh, Jeff Harris. Yeah, that's Jeff. That's from uh, Jeff. 
Yeah. I haven't seen Jeff in a while. Yeah, Jeff actually texted me. He was the drummer from Ashes Within. He actually just texted me. He's like, yo, is Ronnie in town? I'm coming over. I'm coming over. I'm like, no, he's not actually here. He's just coming on. Uh, I'd love to hear some new Ashes. Do they have anything new out, brother? No, Ashes isn't doing anything, but I know Jeff was working on some stuff. So Jeff's some gonna, electronic shit. I, I don't know. Jeff's going to have to fill you. And I know he was uh, he was working on some stuff. Yes. Pretty much electronic stuff, because I don't think he's been playing. Yeah, much. I like the shit he was doing. He that he sent me. He sent me a couple tunes. Yeah, it was, it was a couple of years ago, though. Yeah. I like to hear some new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking. Yeah, but the hypnotic that. infected bloodline, brother. It's it's uh. Like I said, I, I, it's not something big that I was trying to push to get out there, to get on a label or anything. I was just doing it for fun, you know, and get, to go out and play, play live and enjoy playing live. That's what I love to do. I love to just, I love seeing live music and I love playing live music. That's my whole thing of, in life. My two favorite things, you know? Yeah. I hear you, brother. I kind of miss it. I'm dying to make music with you again, Jeff, man. I, w- I wish that would be possible someday. Dude, someday. Someday, man. I'm looking. I'm, I'm, you know, listen, I'm, my whole goal is to try and get the fuck down there and hopefully we can. Dude, it's actually, that's, that's one of my dreams, brother, is for us to make music again. Yeah. Fucking, I know it would be something good. Definitely. Yeah. I got a lot of pent up shit and I'm sure you would, you would go right along with it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I haven't been doing shit. I actually just got a fucking drum kit at my house, an electric drum kit. What kind of drum kit? It's uh, Alexis. Uh, Alesis? Electric, yeah, Alesis. There you go. Yeah, I got one here, too. I I also got a Yamaha one that's a little bit more professional, but that Alesis one is pretty good to have. Yeah, it's good. Have to, you been banging on it? I've been banging on it a little bit. It's good because my girlfriend plays drums, so we've been able to jam a little bit. You know what I mean? That's so, cool. Uh, but then I, I love that Diane plays the drums. That's killer. Yeah, dude, you, got, you got the ultimate girlfriend, dude. You got a fucking drummer girlfriend. I wanted that my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> or a guitarist girlfriend, something like a, a girlfriend that played a fucking instrument, you know, that would, that's just too much to like, you got it made, man. Yeah. You got it made. Yeah, no, she's definitely good. How's her new hair place doing? She's doing her good. Her new man. salon. She's doing good. She's doing great. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm great. glad to hear that. Oh, dude, you got some old fucking, we're looking at your, uh, at your website right now. I mean, on Reverb Nation, we're going through it. Oh yeah, there's some old pictures. Yeah, I just up put there. the TV on. I could see you guys got some pictures up there. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's at that's at the Rattler there. I remember that one. Yes, yeah, that's see, at the Rattler. Yeah, you can yep. s- you see the eyes of the sun in the background. Yeah, you can see the eyes of the sun. Uh, bass drum. The bass drum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! That was good times. Fuck yeah, it was. Man, it seems so fucking long ago. There's the theremin right there with the light bulb on it. Yeah. Go back one. That's when I put the red light bulb on it because the the other one was too bright for everyone. There's the one with the crisp, the clear light bulb. Nice. There's the red light bulb, and then the other one had the clear light bulb. Nice. That's Bruce Lee behind me. Bruce Lee, where? In that picture. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That all that shit was a fucking long time ago, man. Like it feels like a long time ago. I mean, was it 2016? Twenty one, two, three. That's seven years ago. I guess yeah, I, dude. I guess dude, I if I ago. if I could get something going around here, I I would definitely do. But there doesn't even seem like there's a scene like a, some people around here that would really even dig it. If I 
fucking hauled all my shit out and did it, you know? Yeah, dude, the Tampa area there is. I mean, there's definitely a scene going on in Tampa. I mean, there's some like um there's uh um there's a place that does like goth industrial night uh called the castle they uh, every weekend uh thursday friday, friday. He's, got a, he's got a video on it if you want to play real quick that's want- that was one of my first shows done in a basement at a house party yeah we'll play the video at the end okay we're gonna wrap it up in a few yeah yeah we'll wrap, it up in a f- we'll wrap it up in a few if you, if you want to play any time. any music you play release the hate that's a that's a pretty good tune on there yeah well why don't we play the video at the end and then we'll play the can you do the song yeah after? i can put the song i can put the song at the uh the end of the um I got a question for Jamal. Sure. Jamal, you got an interface at home? Yeah. Yo, man, I'd I'd be down for putting some drum tracks down for you and and jamming out, like send some shit over the internet. That'd be great. If you want to send me some guitar tracks, I could see what you're working with and uh, I could uh, bang on some drums and send send you something back. You know, maybe we could get something going. If you can't find any drummers up there, you know, I mean, I could, I'll always fill in for you until you can find one, you know? Totally. I'm, I'm definitely down for that. But just listening to you talk, I'm like, man, let me go dust the dust off of this fucking focus right I got at home. <laughs> but like, yeah, because I, I have everything set up to record at home. I just don't have a really quiet, like, neighborhood to do it. But right. I, I'm definitely be down because I know I could use the plugins and everything, but I really rather record an amp. But, I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah, I asked that. Jeff about doing it, but I don't think he has the time to do that stuff. So, I, like, maybe uh, me and Jeff will have to be more of a physical thing when he comes down here or something. But uh, yeah, and, and I'm just not good with that shit. Like, I, you know what's funny, man? I I gotta sit that back down and and start fucking with some shit. Um, you know, I used to have that Tascam four track, and I loved fucking. Yeah, dude, I have the thing. same exact one. If you can fucking. You you should get Jamal to get one of them Tascam four tracks. He well, would do good with that. Listen, what's good about the four track though? They make the exact same thing now that's digital, so you don't need the tapes. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, but the tape is what gives it the good sound because when you put a, a Type two tape in there and it's engaged by the head, yeah, what happens is you're getting that magnetic tape sound going through the red and white cords that go out your your stereo out, and you send that to your interface that that you have. And then you're getting the analog sound with the digital. It's not so sterile sounding, you know, like it's got that, that thickness to it. When you, when you add that tape sound to it. The problem is trying to find tapes nowadays too, though. You know what I mean? (laughs) I left you some brand new, I left you some brand new tapes the last time. I, I, I even demagged your and cleaned your fucking four track for you last time I was there. I know. I still got it. I still got the tapes too. You got to buy them. You got to buy them from guys like Ron for 500 bucks on eBay. (laughs) 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 He knows I fucking send them some. I know. I know. I know. He probably, he probably didn't even use the ones I left there. I didn't. I didn't, Ron. I'll be honest with you. I used See? to I used to love fucking playing with it, and I, I you know I I didn't have time for a long time because I was doing Eyes of the Sun plus having the bar and every other thing else in my life. But now that everything is kind of slowed down, like band wise and stuff, like Eyes is kind of in the dead in the water at the moment. So, um, yeah, I got to start doing something, dude. Now. I'm Jones in the sea, fucking Eyes of the Sun, dude. I every time when you guys play, I'm like hoping that somebody will fucking video like at least one or two songs when you play, and I never see any fucking videos, man. Just come up here and fucking sit in and be a drummer now. <laughs> if I had somebody watch my fucking dog, I would. Yeah, yeah. I'd hop right on the fucking plane. 
Yeah, man. I wish. I wish. I wish. Bro, we're going to work it out, man. I'll get to Florida at some point. I'm hoping. It'll happen. If Hell not, yeah. If not, you know, listen, if fucking Tampa doesn't work out in the next couple fucking, the next year or so, I'm going to have to start branching out to Dude, other parts of Florida. Lucky 13 Saloon in Limp Biscuit Country. <laughs> Come on. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Dude, you would. I think you would crush it, even even in Jacksonville, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I, no shit. The, you know, the hard part is is honestly like doing. It, I just rather see you in in Tampa, where where it's more prevalent for your type of of music and stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. You know, I mean, all those fucking. So Ron was also the first one to turn me on to bands like fucking Deicide and Cannibal Corpse. Really? And what like, the fuck were you listening to? Oasis and no, shit? No, 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 no. Listen, I was listening. No, he was I, listening to heavy shit when I met him. Like he was, he was listening to a couple of death metal bands. Yeah, but I was into like, I mean, I had heard death and um, um. I was bringing you know, some obscure shit into you. Yeah, I was more some into like Cannibal Corpse and yeah. fucking Carcass and all that shit. Yeah, I was more into you know at the time thrash metal. You know what I mean? It was hard to get access to. I mean, it wasn't you couldn't just click on. You know how it was oh, back in the you. day. You had to go to a fucking record store, and, and I remember buying shit fucking cassette tapes and you know because I mean sometimes you don't know what you're looking at or looking for, and yeah. you're kind of taking a risk just scooping one up and just saying, because hey, the cover looks cool yeah because the cover looks so this is why i hate meatloaf kind of like what megadeth did with their album risk yes. yeah dude i used to spend all my time all my time in that hanover mall up there in massachusetts yeah. fucking buying shit yeah this is why i hate meatloaf to this day why Be- because 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 fucking meatloaf has Tell me the- you bought bad out of hell you <laughs> yes Somebody actually, somebody gave me "Bad Out of Hell." Somebody gave me "Bad Out of Hell," and it's got like a chopper on the front with yeah, a fucking. It was fucking, a cool ass cover. Dude. It's a cool cover, but I was like, "Yo, this looks metal as fuck." Like whatever, I'm a fucking idiot. I put it in my cassette player, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" I was horrified, horrified. Ron, do you know the album I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, you're, you're that meatloaf "Bad Out of Hell." Like it's got a metal yeah, looking yeah, cover. Yeah. Fuck Dana you. Dana had it here. Dana had it here on cassette. Oh, shoot me in the face. I you do fucking. Any, you would do anything for love? Uh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, to this day, Meatloaf makes me cringe because of, of having that album. It's marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. You know, The Grateful Dead's another one. I didn't know who The Grateful Dead was when I was like a little kid. You would think they would be a death metal band. You would think they would be a metal band with shit. all the skeletons and shit. You know right? What I mean? Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh. But no. But they were efficient to get acid in Massachusetts. Were they not? <laughs> you know, whenever they... Jeff, how about that place we used to go to up in Boston, the Stairway to Heaven, but it went downstairs. Yes. The, the yeah. record, it was like, record store. It was more like... That's, the, where I found, that's where I found Godflesh. I went into the store, and the dude was playing Godflesh over the fucking PA, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? I remember that. And he's like, he's like Godflesh, and I'm like... I got to have this right now. I said, where is it? He goes, we're all sold out of it. You got, you got to go down to 99 plus down on Newberry street. I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. But, but I ended up finding it. And dude, do you remember your cousin, Tony went to that fucking show? Uh, we didn't, I didn't go. I know you didn't go. He went to go see, I think it was the street cleaner tour. He went to go see them at uh, club Babyhead, And I remember he came back and he was telling us about the show and he's like, dude, it was weird. It was so fucking heavy, but like nobody was moshing. And I was like, or thrashing, whatever the fuck he said. And he's like, everybody yeah, yeah. was just kind of bobbing their heads. And I was just like, oh, yeah, man. Well, it sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? 
<laughs> that's that's kind of like how that goes, you know. With yeah. Godflesh, nobody even knew what the fuck to do to it when it came out. No, no, and then fucking yeah, Godflesh was fucking killer. Yeah, dude, I remember getting some cool stuff down in that uh, Stairway to Heaven place. Uh, there was a place in yo, Bro- you know. You know what came across my mind? Uh, you ever tell those guys about the fucking accident you got in with with me with the fucking old lady that pulled out in front of us? Oh, no, no, that's what accident. That's how, that's we how. fucking t-boned this old lady, dude. She pulled out in front of us. We were on our way to a fucking party or some shit. We were on Where our way it, to Jeff? a strip club. Tell the we story. Going, we, you know it better. I'm pretty sure we were on our way to like a bachelor party, like going to a strip club or something. And, yeah, that's what it was. We were going to go in a limo or something. Yeah, something like that. And uh, we were going, and I remember we were going We were going through East Bridgewater, and I was driving. Ron was in the passenger seat rolling a joint, and fucking we go to this intersect. This minivan pulls right out in front of us. And I was going a good fucking 45, 50 miles an hour. Fucking T-boned her. My head went through the windshield. My Holy knees, shit. My knees went up into the fucking window. And Ron had his head down rolling a joint, so he just like, Banged his head. My head that. hit the window too, and it did a, a spider web, but not as bad as your spider web. Yeah, my face went right through. My forehead went right through the window. And, I uh, looked over at Jeff after the accident happened. I don't even remember what the fuck happened. I just remember looking up, and Jeff had a face full of blood and glass, and he looked like Cannibal Corpse face. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I said, Jeff, are you all right?" I said, "What the fuck happened?" And he just looked over at me. And there's just blood. Just it looked like. His face was melting with blood. That's how brutal it looked. Anyway, the ambulance came, took him away, took me away to the same hospital. And then I, all I remember is fucking screaming for Jeff. Where's my friend? Where's Jeff? I was screaming throughout the fucking hospital. Where's Jeff? Uh, and yeah. I thought he fucking died, man. I, I was screaming. They wouldn't tell me nothing. I was in another room. And I, I last thing I saw was his bloody face. And I'm like, where the fuck is Jeff? Get my friend now. Yeah, he's running. And they up. finally said, it's all right. Your friend's going to be okay. Just get a, a cut on his head. He's going to be all right. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. But, uh, yeah, wearing, that was, wearing, nobody's wearing seatbelts? No, bro. It was before. I seat. don't think so. No. You didn't really no. wear seatbelts seat back then. What the fuck was seatbelts? No. No, no. we were. And we did, didn't think of that. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> and I remember when the fucking girl got out of the car. It was a woman got out of the she car. She was an old lady, she wasn't it? She was an it? old lady. And she got out of the car and she said, I only had three Heinekens. I was like, ah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. She said that when she got out of the car, yeah. This lady had to be in like her 70s, bro. Yeah. She shouldn't even been driving. It Was it like a white van or something? Yeah, Jeff? it was a minivan. I forget what color it was. We but. totally T-boned that motherfucker. Like she pulled out right in front of us. She she had a stop sign that just went straight through it. Yeah. And we just were put, we were driving like doing what, 45 or yeah, something? Yeah, we were doing 45, 50 miles an hour. Fucking Enough of my head to go to the right into show. the side of her. I'm clipping that, bro. Yeah. I only had three Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's listen. That's the money I moved to New York on, though. When I fucking uh, did when, you sue the bitch? I, I yeah, I got money out of it. Jeff did. I didn't. I got money. Out I didn't want to. I didn't want to sue because I would have to sue Jeff's insurance oh, to, yeah. to do it. So I didn't do that. My, Jeff my, did though. Yeah, I did. Cause, I mean, if you my fate, my forehead was all fucked up. I had scars all on my forehead, and it was an easy one. Like right when I. I had my go through my insurance company. I mean, her insurance that she didn't have the best insurance in the world. I wasn't going to go suing her personally. You know what I mean? So yeah. I went through the insurance company and I got a couple bucks for it. But that's how I moved to New York was on that money that I got from that car accident. Yeah, like ten grand or some shit. Yeah, ain't it? yeah, I got ten grand and that got that like. 
I got I got new base equipment and I moved to New York City. Uh, that's basically how I got to New York. I remember that. Yeah. Good times. That's hilarious. That reminds me because I was just watching a commercial the other day when they were fucking saying uh, that they were banning uh, alcohol and uh, and people driving and drinking uh, beers and they're like, "This is un-American. How can you? How can we not drink beers and drive our cars?" Listen, back in the day, I remember my uncle used to pick me up from fucking work and always had a beer between his fucking legs. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't pissed drunk, yeah. but he would fucking drink a beer while driving. Like he wasn't he never came to me like I mean, some some people that make some regular. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't an alcoholic. He just would drink his beers. He liked his beers. You know uh, what I mean? He wasn't that bad. It's kind of ironic that you love Heineken. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, we had some good times back in the day, though, Ronnie. Fuck yeah, brother! Fuck so, yeah! You know, some, we did have some. Yeah, good- we'll have to do another another uh, a part two where when I get on with some visuals and I could do a studio tour of the house and fucking show you guys some. I'll plug you into the interface where it sounds good. You know, fucking do a tour of the studio or something next time. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Did you remember we went to go see fucking Cannibal Corpse and Matt Walker had to go home? We saw like two yeah, songs. I was, I was Ron, doing Ron was with you. Ron was, was with me. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I was doing the fucking death grunts outside the door and Chris Barnes came out. He goes, who the fuck was that? I said, me. And he goes, how the fuck are you doing that? And I said, it's just my lungs, bro. That's it. Cause I get, could get them deep fucking roars. of. That was Ron. That was Ronnie in high school running down the hallways. Oh yeah, we used to terrorize the fuck out of everybody. I'd jump on Jeff's shoulders and fucking run down like a fucking Martian, fucking swinging my fucking arms down the fucking hallway, just going (laughs) terrorizing all the preppies and jocks. We terrorized the fuck out of everybody in school. Yeah, there was only a couple of us, Ronnie. Yeah, there was only a couple of us, but they knew us. They knew who the fuck we were. That's for sure. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. When you fucking definitely left an impression on them. (laughs) Dude, I remember when I first moved up to Massachusetts, you and all your friends probably thought I was a narc because I wanted to go fucking hang out with you and smoke weed. I remember I went up to smoke weed with Jeff and his friends like once or twice on a weekend and. I remember them all being in a circle, huddled, huddled in a circle, and I was over by standing by myself, and and I, I was thinking these people must think I'm a fucking narc with what? my my <laughs> my Pennsylvania accent, you know, because everybody talks differently up in New England. Everybody says Corda, or or I'm going to I'm going I'm getting in the car to go to the bar, you know. <laughs> where where I say I'm getting in the car to go to the bar, yeah. I pronounce my R's. So everybody thought I was fucking alien up there. This dude starts school fucking three weeks later than everybody, and then all of a sudden I'm trying to get in with the burnouts and the fucking long-haired fucking dude and fucking uh, and the people that smoke weed. So I think Jeff and his friends automatically thought I was like fucking. Uh, CI or Listen, something. Listen, we were a small town. You got to be cautious at first. You know what I mean? Because we've had some knocks tried to get in with us. <laughs> but then, then a couple months later, I had the whole school tripping because I went up to fucking Boston, scored a sheet of acid at the Grateful Dead show and brought it back. And then I, nobody thought I was a fucking CI no more. Everybody wanted LSD. <laughs> That's why I said it was great when the Grateful Dead came in town. That's right? all it took, dude. Yeah. That's all it took. 
Fucking acid is the fucking uh, door. I remember. I remember Heath was tripping on Halloween. He said he listened to Morbid Angel. He said he fucking he almost lost his shit. He goes, dude, I was tripping my face off listening to Morbid that, that Morbid Angel. Blessed are the sick tape. You let me borrow. He goes, dude, I fucking lost my shit listening to that. Tripping my balls off. I'm like. Easy. It's it's your. I was like, well, it, next time you gotta listen to Carcass. It's your. <laughs> it's, it's your fault. Heath's heads exploded. <laughs> Good uh, times, brother. Yeah, Good man. times. Hell yeah.Ucking crazy. Yeah, dude, listen, we saw a, good, a lot of good shows back in the day at Babyhead. You know what I mean? It was... Uh, dude, I mean, we seen some killer fucking shows at Babyhead, Rhode Island. We were fucking seeing shows there, Derringers and Brockton. Yeah. Fucking Monkey Pub, Biohazard, right when they first came out. When yeah. Biohazard was just fucking hitting the scene. Dude, fucking. Was- I got the I got actually that tour poster on my ceiling at Lucky Thirteen, the one with uh, with it was Sepultura, uh, Benito Remains, and Obituary Cause of Death. Yeah, remember we went to that. I have that. I have that recorded on cassette. Remember I snuck in the fucking radio, the cassette player, in my jean jacket pocket. Yeah, you remember when you? Were I, fu- I had my jean jacket vest with my leather jacket. That, back then, that was a thing. You had the battle vest with the fucking the leather jacket underneath. Yeah, do you remember you were fucking with the bouncer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ron Ron was a little guy. Like he was he was a little guy, you know what I mean? Like skinny fucking what? 5 foot 5 at the time. 5'8. You know I'm 5'8. Yeah. You're 5'8 five, now, but back then you were probably you weren't as tall. You know what I mean? And no, I, probably about 5'4 then Yeah, five, you were like 4 5'4 5'5. Five. Five, five, five. He had long hair, he had his shirt off, and the bouncer comes over all fucking like put your shirt on, like real dick like, you know what I mean? And Ronnie's like Fuck you. <laughs> and Ron's, and then like the dude kind of walks away and Ron's like, you know, and this was like, you know, seeing how Ron's mind worked back in the day was kind of hilarious because Ron's like, dude, look at this motherfucker. He's a big fucking bully. He wants to tell me what the fuck to do, but I'm going to fuck with him. I'm going to say no. Fuck off until he fucking comes correct. And it was till he like actually kind of said to you, hey, come on, man, will you please put your shirt on? Then you were like, OK, I'll put my shirt on. But when the guy came over all tough guy like you were like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it, then he came over and he 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 asked me respectfully. He's like, yes. "Come on, man, can you can you please put your shirt on?" I said, "Sure." Now that's the way to fucking ask me. Yeah. You know. I remember what don't he fucking talk down to me like I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how big you are. My crazy, <laughs> my crazy's bigger than you are. <laughs> and the kind of time you chased the guy around the parking lot with a garbage can. You remember that shit? I don't even remember no. what that was about. We were in Scranton. I remember. I was like, it was like my first week there. Some dude said something wrong. You jumped out of the car and grabbed the garbage can and started chasing this dude with a big metal garbage can across the parking lot. You don't remember that? I have no recollection of that one, brother. <laughs> and I was like, this fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, Good stuff, man. Fuck yeah. Good stuff. Well, hey, brother, what time? How long have we got? Yeah, you guys probably got a piss. I know, Jeff, you always got a piss on there. We're, we're at an hour and 18. All right. I'm uh, I'm actually pretty good now, Ronnie. I've been trying to take care of myself, trying to exercise, work on you my- You still quit smoking? I'm on day three again. I, I, I quit, and then I started- You relapsed? I relapsed for a month, and now uh, I didn't go hardcore back, but like- it's time to pull it back. I got. I just got. You know, it sucks, man. When I'm, when I'm, when I like, Diane, my girlfriend, she doesn't smoke that much. So when she has a cigarette, I'm like, ah, I can join her for one. You know what I mean? And then that one just leads to 
next week I'm like, ah, I can have it too. And then she's falling asleep and I'm sneaking out of bed going to steal her cigarettes. And I'm like, ah, here we go again. Yeah. Within a month. It's I'm, hard. It's yeah. hard, brother. Believe me. Yeah. Are you still not smoking? Gotta get you some of that nicotine gum. That's what I did it with before, you know, I wasn't, I started with four milligram nicotine gum. It was that Zonic shit. You could get it for $3 at any fucking, uh, what's the, that fucking pharmacy, uh, Stop or shop. Um, CVS. Not CVS. Walgreens. Walgreens. Uh, right no, aid. shop. Uh, Rite Aid. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there Rite Aids out there? In New yeah, York? we got Rite Aids. But they have they have this shit. It's called Zonic gum, and it's way cheaper than that fucking other gum that you pay fifty dollars for. You get it for three dollars, and you could get it in four milligrams, or you could get it in two milligrams. What I did is for like three weeks, I I chewed on the four milligrams, and then. I broke down to the two milligrams. And then before you know it, I found myself not even chewing on the fucking gum. I found myself not even putting it in my mouth to, to chew on. It. I was like, man, I'm good. The nicotine's gone out of me. Yeah. And I was good. That's I, what you got to do. Just break the nicotine down in your system. And it'll be a lot easier to fucking do. You I, know, I actually and, I have these pills, these organic pills. It's called smoke away. And you take them. Right. For, and, it, and it's actually helps. Like I took them the other night. You take them the night before. Um, uh, you want to quit the next morning you wake up you don't have strong like you know every time I wake up in the morning I want a fucking cigarette immediately because you haven't had a cigarette in eight hours you know what I mean so now but now it like kind of broke that I didn't want a cigarette as soon as I woke up and then I take those pills yeah. three times a day and I haven't had a super nicotine fit I still chewing on candies and fucking um, and you're, two, you're and really, picks, you're, but you're good I mean it takes 24 hours to get it out of your system you're mentally you gotta do it now. please stick yeah, yeah. with the Jeff man cause I'm fucking dying from that shit man yeah no. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at the last fucking stage of that COPD man and it's not good yeah, you know? yeah no, I'm trying to I'm trying do you exercise yeah, I, I, uh, you exercise I definitely you? don't you, you don't need that it's fucking hard to breathe trust me uh, I, well, I just went to go see a friend of mine's mother's dying of uh emphysema and uh we went to go see her the other day and that was and her, as soon as i walked in her mother's like you quit smoking yet you quit smoking look at this do you want to fucking Oof. do you want to fucking deal with this she's like i never said i'd quit she's like i never fucking yeah. did this shit and she's sitting there she's like i can't breathe this feels horrible it feels like somebody's sitting dude on it's chest. different when you got when you got the shit and then you start thinking about your friends that are smoking you just want them all you want to help them all because this is not fun to go through, bro. I can barely breathe, man. I got oxygen now and shit sucks. Yeah, Jesus. Sucks. I'm going to be 50 years old this year, same as you, yeah. you know? And like, yeah. I put my, my, my body and brain through a fucking beating, bro. Like I said, every day is a gift. So, yeah. you know, I hear you, brother. Try to keep, try to, try to keep with it. You know, I am, dude. I've been, to listen, I've been going to the gym four or five times a week and fucking been, and I'm, I'm, it's funny. Even when you were smoking, you were still going to the gym. I am. But then I, but I get, I get burnt out quicker. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's nice going even just these past couple of days, not smoking. It's nice going, you know, I put in a fucking half hour. I'm like, I can go another half hour. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, it feels much better. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm quitting Ronnie. I'm quitting. Right on brother. Dude, I'm hoping to see you soon, man. Hopefully, I'll fucking be down in Florida sooner rather than fucking later. I'm thinking of taking a tour. I'm I'm thinking about make, taking a little quick motorcycle trip down there in May. We'll see what happens. Yeah, dude, I need a caveman fix, brother. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. I see my friend Terry's on there. Much love to you, brother. Oh, Joshua's on here. Josh, 
Jack totally was on there. Yeah, Joshua Graham. Yeah. Yeah, it's another good friend patches. of mine. Yeah, nicotine patches, they help a lot. Like, yeah, fucking Newport. I love me a Newport too, man. Newport's, Newport's the, the best when you're drinking. Yeah, they're, Newport's are fucking great, but they fucking did the a worst for you. Newport's yeah. are the worst for you, but they're fucking delicious too. Mm. Ron fucking rules. All right, brother Ron. Uh, yeah, we'll, next, we're going to play your video at the end of this and then uh, uh, play. What songs do you want to play? Which one? Play you whatever, you, whatever you pick, Release the Hate. Yeah, I release, don't know, whatever. Yeah, play Release the Hate. That's a fucking good one. I'm going to try to get some malafasia put up in some old PTK. Dude, I'd love some here, some early PTK when we first started. That'd be hilarious. I, gotta, I just got to clean it up so it don't sound like shit. It's going to sound like shit regardless, but I'm going to try to do what I could do to save some high frequencies on it. Otherwise, it's just going to sound real dull. You won't hear the crunch of the guitar, you know? I'm going to have to get Gary on because Gary's a smart motherfucker and he probably remembers a lot more than Yeah, I actually do. need to get in touch with Gary because I have a crack in my, my guitar up by the headstock right, right next to the tuner. And I need to ask him of his expertise on how to fix that. So yeah, Gar- I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah, Gary's uh, Gary's fucking work. I, well, I'm gonna yeah, he's a great Gary. luthier, dude. He, he kicks ass building them guitars. Yeah, dude. He's building guitars now. He was a fucking pipe fitter, and I think he's retired from the pipe fitter thing, and now he's fucking building guitars, so good for him. Uh, but we're going to have to have Gary on. I'll hit him up in the next fucking couple Yeah, weeks. you should. Hell you yeah. definitely should. Hell yeah. I would like to see that. I would like to see that. Hell yeah. All right, I'll bro. let you guys get going, brother. It's a great right. chat with all you guys. All right, brother. Ga- Gary, I'm going to hit you up as soon as we get off, and we'll set a date for you. All right, Ron, it was great talking to you, man. And uh, guys, watch Ron's video and then listen to fucking uh, his music. Go to, was it Reverb Nation? Is that where Reverb at? Nation. Go to Hypnotic Reverb. Infected Bloodline. There you go. Reverb Nation. And you, you got Instagram too, Ronnie? You got, uh, yeah, it's, that's just a, if you want to just get in touch with me or something, you know? All right, I'm going to reach out to you uh, through Instagram. I'll send you my email. Uh, email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Ronnie. I love you. It was great talking to you, brother. Love you, brother. It's great having me on there. Thank you. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. And it was good talking to you guys, Jamal, D. Have a good one, Ron. All right, Ron. You guys be good. Take it easy, man. All right. Late. All right, we can play uh, play the video. Play it. Oh, it's unavailable. Son of a bitch been disabled by the owner oh watch on youtube Hang there you go. Go. there you uh, go hold on let me get this to me i gotta take this i'll stop screen i gotta put the other one on there we go there we go let's get this up on the screen
If you were going to hell. What's that? You said that's what it would sound like if you were going to hell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, and, he, and he said Ronnie would be at the door fucking guiding <laughs> you through. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like if you were the only motherfucker to come walking up out of there. That's what it <laughs> sounded like. That shit was fucking cool. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll play, cool. yeah play, gonna play some more at the end. Guys, thank you so much. Ronnie, love you, brother. Thank you for coming on. Gary, I'm going to hit you up, and we're going to fucking set a time for you to come on. All right, motherfuckers, man. Make sure you like and subscribe everything. Lucky 13 Saloon, Lucky 13 SP, and uh, also Cowboy from Hell and F Lucky 13. There we go, motherfuckers. Come down and get a beer if you're in New York City, bro. Frogwa. Frogwa, <laughs> motherfuckers. Quack, quack. Peace out. Later.